several untold emotions, crumbled self-esteem, increased consciousness, a result of a string of words consciously or subconsciously uttered. Today, we discuss how words from me, you, and others about people's body size, shape, and structure affect them. This is life as an undergraduate with your favorite pilot color. Look at your stomach. Are you pregnant? Oh, you look so lean. Do you have HIV? You better reduce your eating. You are getting so big. You are very thin. You can't even carry yourself, fat girl. Look at your legs. They look like yam. <laughs> Be careful so that the breeze won't blow you away. Gorilla, you have hairs all over your body. Welcome to another episode of Life as an Undergraduate with your favorite pilot, Hola, H to the O, to the R, to the L, to the H. Today we're talking about this very sensitive topic, one that, you know, has a lot of controversies as far as I'm concerned and is, you know, different to different people. Different people can relate to it in different ways. Today we'll be talking about comment on body size body size sorry body shape and body structure how this comment affects people how it affects their self-esteem the consequences of this comment on these different people and you know how they've actually tried to cope or work with it so today we'll be taking narrations have narrations from different people that had volunteered to talk about their experience on this matter, how people have treated them, how people had said different words to them, how these words have effect on them, and how they've actually dealt with some of it. So you'll be hearing some voices and I'll be narrating some experiences. So just, you know, chill with us as we go on this wonderful documentary. Thank you. Welcome back. So I'll be taking my first narration and this is Comfort. So Comfort said, So I'm this girl with a very small stature and I get body shamed a lot. Some will ask if I am sick and some people will tell me that I'm getting smaller every day. These words get to me a lot and sometimes I will just laugh it off. But deep inside me, I am hot. It really affected my self-esteem and I've never been confident. I prefer to stay at home most times because of what people would say. The situation is getting better now. I don't let those words get to me anymore. I'm used to it already. So, life goes on. Now I love going out. Wow. 
Okay, so the next voice you'll be listening to is an anonymous person who has requested to be anonymous. So, listen. Thank you. Back to when I was in hundred level, I was very slim, small. Till now, I'm still slim and small, but then it was, it was worse than this. My neighbors, like in the compound where I stay, my hostel, Mm, mostly guys i didn't know how they got to know that i was a virgin then but they were using to taunt me like every time you are so slim because you are a virgin if you start having sex you get fat blah 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 blah. that stupid philosophy so i got tired of being slim because it was really getting to me if i dress and i'm about going out they're telling me that oh um those agbani agbani stuff like that so i optioned i decided to date someone because i wanted to get fat so i had sex with my cosmate who <laughs> we were dating but i wasn't really in love with him i just wanted to get fat unfortunately for, unfortunately for me it did not go well it went well but i didn't even add any weight at the point i was even i was shrinking i became slimmer than i was before i had sex i don't know why i can't really explain why but that was what happened to me so i think this is the consequences Ah, consequences yeah 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 and on that thing i was not proud of how i looked whenever i go out i'm always shy i'm timid i don't talk to people because i feel like oh i don't fit into their societal standards i'm not fat i don't have big bum bum i don't have big breasts so I can't, I can't fit into these people. So I just keep myself and withdrawn. That's the consequences of stupid comments I got from my neighbors and sometimes my friends too. Then, then how I've dealt with it. Okay, first of all, I've understood, I've come to understand that this is me, this is how my body is, and no matter how much I try to change it, because I've even taken weight against supplements it still did not work for me so i've come to understand that this is me i'm um and i'm accepting myself for who i am my body my shape and all that i'm learning to love myself for me although i've not successfully you know successfully gained this self-esteem and confidence that i need as a girl or as a person but it's better than then right now people really barely intimidate me i'm barely intimidated by people i see online i just look at it like they are lucky oh it's not really luck like this is that's them and this is me so if you can't accept me for who i am right now i don't see why i should be in your life or why you should be in my life so that's how i've dealt with it thank you So this is Chidima from Unilag. So I wouldn't say I've always been a fat girl, but let's just say I've always looked bigger than my age. And at such, I got a lot of comments about my weight all the time. Secondary school wasn't so great, especially senior secondary, as I was in a boarding school. I remember one experience in SS1 that stuck with me 
So I was doing my laundry outside and I quickly went inside to get something. I came back to find my school skirt missing. A classmate had put it on and together with others, they were making fun of me and how big it was even when I walked in. I remember being told how beautiful I would be if I tried losing weight and how boys would flock around me. I found it to be true as I was never really seen as attractive by boys in my school. So of course, it had a toll on my self-esteem. I would cry, feel really bad, and I guess that's where my love for being indoors began. It also affected my choices and principles. For instance, I am a very punctual person to events because for the longest time, I hated drawing attention to myself and would like to be settled before others arrived. It also affected my ed- education. I'd come to the conclusion that I wasn't beautiful, so I decided to focus on my books and find validation in my good grades. I became overconscious of my grades and wouldn't take criticism about my work lightly. Even till today, I still struggle with failing at stuff, not meeting deadlines at work. The struggle to be the best because I feel that's all I can be. I'm learning now to see myself as more and not look at my body with so much content. Although it has not been easy, but I'm trying. So yeah, that's me. That is Chidima from Unilag. Oh wow, such an experience one has to go through. You'll be listening to a voice now and you're listening to voices actually. So I'll play them concurrently so you can, you know, be calm and listen to everyone's experience one step at a time. Hi, my name is Olua Kemi. I'm going to try to be brief as possible. So before my first relationship, I was very confident in my skin. I didn't see anything wrong with how I looked. But my first relationship sort of broke me because we're barely three months into the relationship and he started complaining about how I look, started complaining about my stomach, started telling me I'm fat, started telling me, okay, can't you lose weight, can't you do this, can't you do that? And I'm like, guy, you saw me like this before you even asked me out. And I don't, I don't know why you see a problem with me, she gets. So we started dragging my weights, like third month of our relationship up to like, I think the ninth month then it just felt like it stopped having interest in me. She gets, and all of a sudden, like I did not do anything wrong. There was nothing wrong with the relationship, aside the weights palava, and it broke up without actually telling me, okay, this is why I broke up. She gets, and I just assumed that it broke up with me because I was fat. She gets. And it was a really, really, really tough experience. Like first relationship now, you know how things are and everything. Everything was just so, so bad for me. And it really messed up my esteem. And anywhere I go, even if someone compliments how I look, I just have a feeling that you look so ugly. Like I just say, I say that back of my mind, I look so ugly. And it was at that point I started being 
so sensitive about like, the kind of dress I wear. If I wear this dress, my stomach show. If I wear this dress, my arm folds show and all of that. Then I had so many experiences in between, like people just saying it's okay. I became so sensitive to people commenting about how I look. And people just saying it on the side that, okay, you are fat, you are this, you are that. And it just pulls my own mood. One even happened last year. Okay, now I'm in a better space. I'm beginning to um, love the way I look. I'm beginning to love myself for who I am and how I look. Shake it. But something happened last year. I was at a junction and someone just passed. So a stranger, a total stranger. And the stranger was like, walk on your stomach. And I'm like what well well time is up <laughs> that's just a glimpse a tip of the kind of body shaming i've gone through in this life so that's my story bye hi good evening my name is Olua Dunsin and i'll be sharing how people's comments on my shape affected my self-esteem and how i was able to overcome it so sometimes in 2017, March to be precise, I posted a random photo of myself on social media. And my best friend, Dan, commented on like, ah, girl, see your stomach. Most as your stomach is big. You know, I didn't exactly read meaning to it then. I had always had a little self-esteem naturally. I mean, I do not think anyone is born with confidence from birth. It's just a thing that we have to grow into and all of that so i it affected me somewhat but not exactly as it should have so the second time that same week someone also said the same thing i see your stomach are you pregnant and it, there were people that meant a lot to me all in all i had like three four people mentioned that in a span of two weeks so because of that i stopped eating stopped eating and it was such a big deal for me because i did not want to have stomach so i stopped eating stopped eating that it now became a pattern that even if i am hungry and i'm looking at food like this i won't be able to eat it because of fear of having stomach at some point my mom thought i was being lazy oh, you're not eating sorry <laughs> see how lean you look and all of that oh, you're too lazy to cook so even when I went home for break, because I was running a foundation program then in a battle. So even when I go home for break and I would cook for the entire house, I won't be able to eat it. It was then she knew that, nah, this was not because of that. So it eventually became a big deal for me. Like it, it, it became an eating disorder that I was just not able to eat. I wanted to, I'll be hungry, but I won't be able to eat because I have this thing fixated in my mind that if I eat, I would have big stomach. You now at some point, someone called it anorexia, this eating disorder thing. So it just became a thing, 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020. So sometimes in October 2020, I feel sick, really sick. It started on the, on the 1st of October. I started vomiting, brownish, thinny, this green, different colors. You know, everyone thought it was malaria at first. I treated malaria, same thing. I was still vomiting. I treated typhoid. I was still vomiting. Collected injections for malaria and all of that. Still vomiting. Until they were like, because ah. I had to like, a nurse had to come to the house because of that. And we were like, he, this girl doesn't even naturally eat. So what if it is ulcer? My parents were like, ulcer, oh, bow. It's not possible. Nobody has ulcer in the family. So and all of that. 
they share free table for us. I remember that I took some omeprazole drips and all of that. I took so many drips then. And in a span of an hour or two, I got better, like really better. So it was concluded that it was ulcer and I was placed on medications, drugs for like two weeks that I was following. So my mom took my health seriously. They had to have a pep talk on me. You will not kill us, you this girl. Why won't you eat and all of that? You know, and I, I, I started to at some point. are stories experiences of people that have breathtaking i mean when i was listening to some of it i was like wow you know just wow and then i'm going to give you a piece of my own opinion about it though at the end of the whole thing so now this is from an anonymous guy it says i used to feel like i'm not normal because i have only one nipple and people make jest of me in secondary school. In my primary school days, I used to think of myself as a very ugly human being. But now it doesn't bother me a bit. When I look at the things that bother me when I was little, eh, I just laugh. <laughs> I don't get sense. <laughs> this one is a funny person. But yeah. This is from Okbe. Okbe says, Me, I just come off face new. It's not your body. That's a very short one, but a very straight to the straight to the point. Now this is from Opeolua with the irony. I wasn't always bothered about my body until I got to my late teenage years. Then it seemed like girls with fatter houses were treated in a special way. And knowing I inherited the typical American small house from our colonial masters, lol. I became very conscious of my body. This insecurity ate me up for years. It seemed as if God disliked me for choosing to create me this way. Occasionally, I was mocked and ridiculed by my friends and even family members. Intentionally or not, they always made fun of my ass. Some even called me tomboy because I didn't have a big butt. The last straw was last year when a loose-mouthed cosmate said, Chi, Chi, why is your heart so small? Come, let me handle it so it can grow. People who had it laughed and I almost lost it. But being that we were outside, I kept my cool, but I distanced myself from the toothpicked-legged boy. I would be lying if I say I have completely outgrown this insecurity, but to a reasonable percentage, I have come to love myself and my body. Associating myself with the right company also helped boost my self-confidence because I got to really realize that although I'm not perfect, but so is everyone. We are all trying to fight one insecurity or the other, but the key is showing yourself all the love you can. She's saying showing yourself all the love you can, self-love, telling yourself you are amazing, telling yourself how beautiful you are, telling yourself how amazing you look is important. So I'll be playing to make some voices, you know, and I hope you listen to. Thank you for being on this ride with us. So I don't know how you shall get your information for whatever I'm saying, but okay, let me start like this. Most people think that 
this body image of a thing or anything concerning your stature or whatever is mainly for fat people like fat people like get more attention of that and people tend to like be like oh she's too fat oh she's too this but in my case i realized that slim people like me <laughs> we also get comments like oh so you look like skipping rope it sounds funny <laughs> it's funny well it's funny until you they don't just keep quiet about it. It's funny until you. It's not even the first time they see you or they see you every time and they keep commenting on the same thing. And I don't know if you're expecting for you to get fat overnight or something. So this comment might be very, very offended. Like, I, I feel like some people don't even, they feel it's a joke. They just say it like, it's, it's a joke. It's, it's supposed to be funny. But for someone like me that's gotten comments from a lot of people, even those that don't even really care, about me even those that are not my friends even those i'm not close to i'm like oh my gosh how she's so slim oh no flesh nothing nothing see your hands i can measure the clinic of your hands what are you clinic uh, on size zero all of that maybe maybe it's the kind of setting we have maybe it's in nigeria that we had that people are now leaning towards teak and all of that but i feel like if you see somebody and you see the person no matter the size of the person just keep your comment to yourself like if you know you're going to come up with something like um you are too thin or you look like skippy rope or you look like plan um two by two or you look like see that i've heard different comments guy it's not even funny sometimes it's not funny like literally and it's not even just those that are not your friends even those that are your friend they think it's funny or they just i feel like they, they feel like you should be used to it or something like that literally i wanted to buy with speed for myself one time and when one of my friend and i wanted to buy with she said waste will fair was she no i remember i'm like okay what exactly <laughs> is wrong with me by always be but i understood what she was trying to say though over time the way i learned to cope with it basically is to be upfront about my it's, it, it felt like i think it added me like a defense mechanism i kind of like before you even say anything about me i'm like yeah i'm thin yeah i'm slim yeah i don't have balls yeah i don't have breasts what's what's what is remaining so <laughs> Whatever you want to say, just keep it to yourself. I already said it by myself, so you don't have to say it. You know, some people are still so stupid, they don't really, you don't realize. I think everybody thinks it's a joke, but it's not really a joke because most of the time, you don't know what the person is going through, you don't know what the comments that you are saying, you don't know how the person, because trust me, this has a huge impact on somebody's self-esteem yes another person's word or something is not supposed to define you you're not supposed to define how beautiful you are but it gets annoying and bad when it's even those that are like your friends yeah they say you are beautiful yeah but when those comments come from even those that are close to you and they'll be like she would have been by you know some people would literally say that they're your friends but they say it and they feel like it's something funny something you shouldn't take to heart but guy it's words and it's even it's more so more painful and more impactful when it's coming from people that are 
close to you, people that you consider friends. So for me, most of the time, I try to ignore it. But trust me, it's very hard to ignore. And my defense mechanism is coming up front about it and saying it before you. Immediately I see that you're going towards that topic, I say it already. Like, what else do you want to say? I've said it. Oh, yeah. The Batsundora Miko, so <laughs> basically that's what I do. But I don't know if that's helped me deal with it or it has really helped me accept myself. Because sometimes I still find that when some people still say some things about my body or anything, still makes me cringe or it makes you feel some kind of way basically but i guess you just have to do i don't know it'll happen be fine okay so my first experience with body shaming happened when i was um very very young and it actually came from one of my siblings and i remember that that comment made me choose to go on a diet you know so they cut him back on my food ration skip lunches just so that i could get slimmer i mean i was so pretty young and i remember that i also did that after high school like yeah i was skipping my lunches i was reducing my food i actually feel starved i remember that was usually my belly for me but it wasn't really an issue until somebody pointed it out if i recall well it also occurred in my tundra level days with an acquaintance she actually had this habit of always saying ah baby you've put on so much weight you've gotten bigger fatter anytime that we came back from the holidays back to school and i was always like you know one thing that always happened whenever this comments happened was you know my mood got sour that my mood would change i wouldn't be happy about it and most times i always fire back like you know i would let them know that what they did i was not happy about it you know right there at that point i would tell her that i don't appreciate comments like that like just that i look good and move on and the thing was she never actually learned it was almost like you know it was actually like a, a reflex action for her and you know i just chose to like say okay you know i'm not going to be here to you know take ridiculous comment like this from you i'm just going to you know step back i'm going to like keep a distance but you know it's because you're not getting the point here you don't respect my um you don't respect my boundaries another thing that happened too that stuck out for me was with um two guys that implied that i was getting fatter because i was having sex and you know what was so ridiculous was you know the audacity to actually see that right to my face like how, how, how do you see me and your train of thought goes right so oh she fucking now like um what audacity is that what the fuck and you know those are those were like deal breakers for me in all of my friendships then and the thing about this things they were not really like friends they were just people that i was friendly with and it just felt like wow we're not even that close and they can make comments like this towards me so another thing was that um, i do get this comments too from my family um you know for my mom is so crazy because she's somebody that's always so self-conscious about our own body it was asking me have i put on weight am i looking so big and i'm always like you look okay but for some reasons beyond me she always felt so she always felt so compelled to make those just comments towards me like why you don't even appreciate these comments why do you think i would and you know what i usually do whenever this happens i just tell her just like you because you know one thing i will not let you do is put me down with your words because i'm i'm like a very confident person and i always come through for myself and whenever those comments happen 
I um, I fire back. I just say my mind because if I don't, I'm not going to put myself up about it when I get back in. I'm going to think about that situation over and over again and I should have navigated it. So instead of thinking about it and making my mouth even get worse, I just fire back at that spot. You know, I've had people just look at my pictures on WhatsApp and they're usually people that just overweight the friendship level with me. I mean, it's so ridiculous. Just look at my picture and then what did... The next thing they think they should comment is, oh, you look big now. I mean, uh, there's there's literally a, a compliment called you look good. Why do you feel the need to say you look big, you look fatter, you look swollen? These are derogatory comments. And I do believe that people who don't make comments like this are not happy with themselves. I um, affected my self-esteem a point in 2010 yes I was in 2009 rather I was in SLM I attended Federal Government Girls College State. so I that day, there happened to be a, like an award in my class, and it was pasted on the wall. So I went to check through to see what was written, and I saw my name there as the ugliest in the class. So since then, that has played on my self-esteem has made me have low self-esteem like even when people compliment me and tell me I look good, I look beautiful and all I don't believe it well, I've been fighting it I've been trying to reaffirm to myself that I'm beautiful, I'm wonderfully and beautifully created by God and I've been doing fine like at least I would say I've gotten 80% better Thank you for giving me the opportunity to share my experience. Yeah, so you've listened to voices of several people talk about their experience. Now, this is somebody that has chosen to be anonymous. So, sometime December last year, I was at work on a Tuesday. And my boss approached me and told me point black that I shouldn't be wearing trousers to work. This rule isn't for all female workers, it was specifically for me. It says something along the line of your body in any form of trouser isn't okay in a professional setup. I did not create myself. It is not my fault that I have slightly big hips. I said thank you and I left. I was really embarrassed. I got home and started crying. After thinking of everything he said because it made me feel hot and weird. I had to talk to my sister after that and she boosted my confidence. She said, you are endowed with coughs in all right places and if your sick self can accept that, you should go develop anorexia or binge nervosa. On this note, I love you sis, I really do. But sometimes I wish I can stand up and put some people in their place irrespective of their age whenever they try to talk me down. I just... I've been wearing my conf- trousers with confidence system. Wow. Different voice. 
different experience, different consequences, and different ways of dealing with it. In the society we live in, I think it's a controversial topic where people say that your comment on people's body, people's body size, body shape, and body structure can affect, go a very long way in, you know, affecting their self-esteem, in having large consequences on who they feel they are or who they look at themselves as, you know. It changes how they see themselves. It changes, it makes them self-conscious. It makes them, you know, become, want to do things that they would naturally not want to do because they want to please people because they feel like um, a lot of people are saying some certain things about their body. Now, it's a controversial thing personally for me because why? You know, sometimes, I've, I've discovered that sometimes a lot of people actually want to show natural concern. But as per who we are, you know, we would try to show this concern and then had some little sneaky jokes to it. Like, I could see a friend who actually lost weight. And I could be like, hey, Tawa, what's up? Ah, you've actually lost weight. Are you not eating? Are you sick? You know, and from my point of view, is me showing concern. But then the other person might not pass it, pass it at that. Or the, are you sick? Or why are you not eating? Or are you not eating? Could sound offensive. I've got to understand this, that it could sound offensive. I could show concern without trying to, you know, make examples or trying to attach it to you being person being sick or the person not eating or something like that. But one thing I've actually understand is, if you can't compliment somebody about their body, keep quiet. I feel like that's my general conclusion personally. I feel like if you can't compliment somebody, you keep quiet. But personally i am at the crossroad of saying okay how should i show concern at the same time not try to be offensive we learn every day and we make sometimes we make so some innocent mistakes that you know we tend to not even pay attention to but then the the people on the receiving end do not see it that way and people are sensitive in different ways my sensitivity is different from your level of sensitivity and the things that I would that I would hear or that you would say to me that would not make me feel somehow, it would make another person feel somehow. And one thing I also learned is, what you, you can receive, don't think another person can receive it. If you can handle this pain in this some sort of way, you know, you should not think another person can handle that same thing the way you can handle it. So... But in everything that I've listened to, I've seen that people can be mean, people can be insensitive, and people can also be just people. You know, you, we live in a world where we don't know what's going on with the next person, and then you just, you saying something that can just deteriorate the person's mental health or, you know, destroy the person's mood, is not nice. So on this note, I will try as much as possible to amplify their voices by saying refrain from making awful comment on people's body size, body shape and body structures. If you can't pass a compliment, keep quiet. Keep your opinions to yourself. Keep your opinions to yourself. Do not be insensitive and tell people to their face awful things about their body. You know, 
we we are in crazy times and we are in sensitive times to be honest so let's try as much as possible to be better humans to the next person to the next person sitting beside you to the next person walking beside you to your colleague to your friend to your family member and to that stranger that you don't know because you don't know what anybody is battling you don't know what they are going through you don't know the face they are in their life some people are undo pain by binge eating some people are undo pain by not eating and you know you don't know what they are going through basically you don't know what anybody is going through so if you have anything to say about this if you have a comment to pass if you're listening to this and you've listened to the voices you've listened to everything that has been said if you have an opinion you want to give if you have a suggestion you want to make if you have a way people can undo things if you have you know you know your own opinion about what people should do and people should not do i would really love this to be a conversation i would really love to hear people's comments i really love to read people's comments you can follow us on instagram at life as an underscore you and on the recent post you can pass your comment on the most recent post on instagram you can pass your comment i repeat the instagram is life as an underscore you life is spelled l-i-f-e as a-s and a-n underscore you letter u i would really appreciate your comment and contributions thank you for listening to this episode of life as an undergraduate as undergraduates we have different people at different levels that look differently from different backgrounds different traditions different beliefs different ethics and cohabitating and living peacefully with one another is a thing that is paramount for me paramount for you and paramount for others so on this note i say happy new year because this is my first episode for this year Happy New Year to everyone listening to this. Set your goals, set your your priorities, and have fun this year. You know, enjoy yourself, relax. At the same time, save. If you want to save and you don't know how to save, CarryWise is an option for you to save. CarryWise is an application that helps you to save your money, save with your friends in circles, have emergency planning savings, have you know, investment in dollars, mutual funds, and lots more. Just download the CarryWise app on your Play Store or your Apple Store and, you know, start saving. So, thank you for listening to this episode. I really love you guys for your constant support. I look forward to your support this year, 2022. This year, 2022, we're making waves. We're traveling together. We're spending that money. Signing out. Bye. Have a grateful week, Kyat.